I am a mass of disconnected things. <laughs> I have been noticing that tonight my focus does not seem to be consistent. Um, and I actually, in my three-page journal for the day, trying to tackle that notion of what what was going on, how do I how do I fix that? Didn't come to any good conclusion, but it was interesting to try to challenge myself to that. Ironically, while I was writing that entry, I was completely focused on writing that entry. So, um, and I get frazzled when things don't work. Um, I I I set out patterns and plans, and as long as the patterns and plans are going well, um. I don't have to think about them. That's the point of a pattern or a plan. And I try to plan a lot. Uh, I try to plan a lot of different scenarios or different, you know, um, pathways. If, I, if I'm walking from one room to another, part of the plan of walking from that room to another is, does anything need to move from here to there? Um, this has helped me during my move where every time I have to leave my apartment to go down outside, even if I'm not technically going to my car, I'm going to carry something with me. So it's a little bit of, of I love the word ambient um, in numerous contexts and sort of an ambient productivity in this particular context. There was a book I read years ago called Ambient Findability, which was a, a delightful book, um, part of the O'Reilly series about um, the improvements that can be made in particular, in information or, you know, say a website or whatever it is, um, improvements can be made such that anything you need to find is easy to find. Um, you know, the simplest notion of this is to have, uh, say, a table of contents. Another simple notion is to have a glossary. Another simple simple um, notion is that you you put things in places where people will look for them. This has been a principle that's been guiding me for a few years in terms of rearranging the apartment I'm in now and will be um, something that goes on in the new apartment too, is put things in places where you seem to be looking for them. That becomes the new place where this thing needs to be. And, and sometimes that means having duplicates of the same thing. Um, there may be occasions when I need, for example, a kind of screwdriver and there's two focus areas for that screwdriver. Well, it's not expensive to pick up a second screwdriver. I would rather not have multiples of things. So there's a resistance to that notion. Um, and if truly, uh, I'm looking for this in two different places, that also calls to question, why am I looking at it in two different places? Is that because there's two different expectations? Is there really two different critical places where this will be used? Um, or is there something else where I can even merge these two places together? Um, maybe they're based on time of day. Maybe during the day I'm looking for screwdrivers in this particular place. In the evening I'm looking for it in another place. Why is that? And by kind of examining that motivation, examining that that question, um, you can actually find um, find out more about how the world works, essentially, how your world works, uh, because we're talking about customizing to your world. And of course, you don't always have that opportunity. I I, I would love to have a um, 
you know, some high tech gadgets replicated in multiple places in my, my, uh, my living spaces. Actually, I'm thinking about this in terms of, uh, ambient sound, for example. Um, many people have, uh, you know, smart home connected, uh, sound systems, for example, or lighting systems for that matter. And actually, I was just looking at, um, some of the offerings from IKEA because I started to think about how is the new place going to be lit? It has in multiple rooms those abysmal overhead lights. I almost never use them. Um, they're often underpowered and they are often just very, very bad. <laughs> they should have been outlawed a long, long time ago. Uh, I tend to rely upon lamps or on spotlights, essentially. And so when thinking about how the new place is going to be lit up and how it's going to be form uh, useful, what form it's going to take, I'm thinking about, well, how can I connect these lamp, these light systems together? I did that in my living room here. All of my lamps were connected by one switch. It was a foot switch. It was a foot switch for controlling Christmas lights. That was the, the ostensive use for it. But it was extraordinarily useful to be able to sit at my, my computer desk and move my foot, you know, a couple of inches over, stomp down on this, on this, so, uh, pardon me, I'm, fighting a yawn, stomp down on the switch and all of the lights in the room would come on. And that's a very low tech version of it. I'm considering whether a higher tech version of it is actually useful. Um, but it's about kind of the scenarios of use and whether I'll be looking for that kind of connection in, uh, in multiple places in, in, in my living room, it made sense for all my lights to come on at once. In my bedroom, not so much. I will want the lamp near my bed for certain things, or I'll want the lamp near my chair for other things. Do I want lamps on the bookshelves? I always think that looks good, but do I really need it? Uh, instead, is it better to have, say, a lamp that I can move? Um, I've been a big fan of a particular light, uh, palm light, essentially, you can get from uh, the dollar stores here. And it is a bank of... It must be like 32 LEDs, I think, um, or maybe maybe a few less than that. Very, very bright, very, very powerful, and fits in your pocket. So I, I've kind of started putting those in multiple places. I have one in my office. I have one in my car. I have one in you know, a couple of different rooms because wherever I need to have that flashlight, I will have one nearby. They only cost a couple of bucks. Again, wherever I think I'm going to need it, that's where I want to put it, and it's cheap enough that I can replicate it. If I didn't replicate it, I would always be going back to, say, the tool chest, grabbing that light, going and using it, and then am I going to get it all the way back to the tool chest, or is it going to go somewhere nearby because I'm not quite done with it yet? That has happened to me on numerous occasions. I will put tools together in a bundle because that's the set of tools I'm going to be using. When I was taking apart the shelves and when I put together the shelves, I have a bundle of tools which are appropriate to that that process. Well, I could put all the tools back to their respectful places each time I'm done with them. But I'm going to be taking out and putting them in and taking them out and putting them in multiple times during this process. So it's better to have that subset of tools all in one place. So, yeah, kind of was thinking about, about that. Um, and the real reason that I started with the rant was that my computer was not allowing me to do this. A computer is also a great example of, of a place where you have, you have your cake and eat it too, as far as, um, your settings most of the time or your, your, your operating system or whatever 
particularly the file system, you can have the files themselves and you can have soft links to the files, which theoretically means you could map a separate, a separate uh, hierarchy or ha- separate collections of files based on the soft links all being one location. I've started doing this with organizations. Um, I will create a Google Doc which is a master doc of all the different Google documents we have because they live across multiple folders, logical folders, but still they, they are, are paired with, say, supplementary documents or images or, or drafts or bits and pieces that are needed when you're working on that document but not needed when you're presenting it to someone else. So a master document links all of those together because you can put links in Google Docs to other docs uh, and so long as the person following the link has um, rights to view it, it will it will come up to them essentially as your own private link tree. Uh, but you can also have a pro, your private link tree with a bit of formatting and all kinds of things. It's quite quite fun. I, I've 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 started doing that multiple times. I need to do that for myself. I need I, I've I've been fighting with organization of files my entire life because there are logical organizations. Um, there are use case based organizations, and then there are um, kind of opportunistic um, locations. And in particular, for my RPG files, I have files in my Dropbox because it's very useful to have some files shared between machines. I have other files which are not in a Dropbox but on a shared network storage because I only need those those ones between the machines inside my network. Um, I have some that are organized by Kickstarter so that I know that I've, I've gotten all the stuff from the individual Kickstarters and I can follow up and, and read everything about that Kickstarter. But I've, I've, I, I've suffered from the problem of not having a bookshelf for digital goods. I can't glance over at my bookshelf or rifle through it in, in a digital form, um, very easily to surface these things. So they get forgotten about. And one of the common characteristics of people on the ADHD spectrum is out of sight, out of mind. And I've suffered that numerous times. I have so much stuff that I've picked that I picked up that I have not read because I couldn't find it again or I didn't remember uh, its existence. And so I want to create a common – I've been looking at different – I'm looking at um, – Caliber, for example, is a great program to try to do exactly that. Caliber will span across multiple folders, pull out all the PDFs and titles and stuff, bring them all back to your common, um, your common database, and then you can section off little subsets. I love it. It's a lot of work because I have a large collection already. If I were starting with it, it would be so much easier, but I, I'm not. And so I get daunted by the infinite task of trying to micro-organize all of my PDFs, uh, and then I run out of spoons. I, I, I just legitimately can't finish, and I don't have a decent stopping point so that next time I load up Calibre, I know exactly where I was in terms of processing the titles I have in my collection. These are the these are the, the the issues I run across, and honestly, there are there are days where it's like, okay, delete it all, let's start from scratch, and usually that idea does not persist very long. But today, um, I struggle with to get my computer to work properly to do the streaming of my my home game. Um, in fact, I ended up canceling the session after an hour, really about two hours of fighting with it to work. And I'm so tired of that. So I will be buying a new machine because uh, I want that fresh. 
I want that fresh PC install smell, you know? I want nothing on this machine to have to have been customized or changed to be, to be, you know, the opportunity uh, to organize things differently. That one actually is a, a euphemism um, because what has happened to me is I've run out of space on the drive. Oh, crap. I need to move stuff around to places where I do have drive space. Now I have a collection that's split up into two different locations and often does not get properly merged back together because neither location has sufficient space to actually do so. Oy, um, having Being a modern modern digital person is really annoying. Because uh, I was never prepared for this. I know how to organize books on a shelf. I theoretically know how to organize books on a shelf. Although even there, you suffer from, do I go alphabetical by author? Do I go by by a genre together? Do I, you know, soft covers and hard covers don't fit together on the same shelf very well? Do I split off soft covers from hard covers? Do I go thematically? Um, when I had laid out all the books I have here. And as I was putting them away, it's like, Oh, all these books are movie and TV tie-ins. All these books are written by friends. All these books are Lovecraft inspired and the vast majority just simply by author. And then I would never really run into, Oh crap. I've got another author whose last name starts with a, a C, but my C section is full. Uh, so I need to move all of my books to accommodate this. We had the same problem with the music libraries at the radio station, and they solved it by not doing that, but instead assigning individual unique numbers and then having a database online, which can be resorted to whatever you're looking for. Resorted by last name, resorted by genre, that sort of thing. I need to do the same thing. But the difference with a physical book library is there are aesthetics involved. So it kind of doesn't work. Because you want the aesthetics to be the driver for everything. Have the same problem sorting Lego. Oh my God, there's so many things to sort. <laughs> and I'll never sort them all out. So I've got to make choices. I've been wondering out loud. I marked the encaffeinated one. That was not the sort of discussion I thought I'd be having. But that's actually the point of me not choosing initially ahead of time what I'm going to find out. But nonetheless... I hope it was enjoying, enjoyable, amusing, sympathetic, whatever it happens to be. I will talk to you again with something else tomorrow. <laughs>